0: Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host Johnny Good Times. Joining me is my. What the fuck? What? I said what, what? the what the fuck? Oh, is it, is it time for the show? Yes, it is time for
1: the show. Oh, I'm just I'm dismantling the set. Well, for uh, for the studio, we're gonna sell it to some new podcasters.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's, okay, we're done here, right? No, we've got a show to do. We've got oh, several shows. To, we, you know, we have several shows to do, and you're doing a bit to antagonize them. All right, hang on a sec. Oh, fucking hell! All right,
1: I guess that's okay for now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Great. What? 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 Come come sit down and do the show. (laughs) Oh. Hey, everybody. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Anyway, I'm Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me once again is my sidekick. Oh, I'm Dr. Heisenberg. Yeah, he is.
1: Yeah, I found a buyer for uh, some of the equipment from Beak Studios. So, uh, I was, uh, they, they want some of it, you know, by Monday. So, you know, we'll be working here on kind of a, uh, uh, lesser set for the time being, but it's okay. We'll pack a little cash.
0: What equipment? The table? <laughs> it's my table.
1: Listen, it's not about whose table it is. You know whose uh, whose keyboards it is. Whoa! It's uh, it's about going to a good home.
0: You know, again, you're saying something crazy and making it sound like it makes sense. That's uh, what I'm here. That's pulling. your bit. I know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> No, no okay. the point is we
1: got to get most of this shit out of here by Monday uh I guess we got to record the last two shows on your phone well but, uh, so that'll be that'll be fine don't, don't worry about it, don't worry about it uh I'll talk to uh I'll talk to you know who we'll sort it all out.
0: I'm sure we will yeah, I'm sure we will. you've got a phone too, but fine, we'll do it on on my phone right so, <laughs> wonderful it all makes total sense, yeah, well anyway. <laughs> That's where we are. This show and then two more. Oh, Johnny, uh on that
1: note, we got some uh emergency uh mailbag. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. I
0: didn't know we were still getting mail. Well, you know, I was going to ignore it, but uh fuck it. How many more opportunities do we have to do mailbag? Uh this one and then two. That's that's a good point. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh <clears throat> Okay, Johnny. Uh this mail comes to us from twitter all right from uh, something called the addendum podcast uh some other podcasters all
0: right good for you guys nice
1: to always hear from other podcasters
0: yeah no yeah. it's it, it's nice to know somebody listens
1: yeah and, uh, it's a thriving community hell I'll, I'll listen to an episode of theirs when we're done here
0: sure I yeah probably will
1: um uh, but anyway for now addendum podcast says does the show have an email account just listen to episode one fifty five. Interesting and entertaining. Well, thank you. Yeah. Are you really going to stop the podcast? Okay, finishing, concluding the podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're not just stopping.
1: Yeah, no, no. We're, we're going to bring it, it home. It's, it's going ending. It's not like uh, it's not like Lando Calrissian just says,
0: "Ah,
1: Death Star, whatever." No, he goes and he blows it up like yeah. a hero.
0: No, he doesn't. He doesn't just say, "You know, I'm two days away from retirement. Fuck it."
1: Yeah, no. no. There's an ending coming. Yes. Chill out. But we have gotten lazy about putting out the contact info now that we're no longer soliciting topics. Yes.
0: Our, uh, our email address, really our only sort of email address for this program mm-hmm. is topics at thebeak.org. That is correct. Which, you know, you guys used to use to submit topics. We're not taking new topics anymore, but if you ever need to reach us for any reason...
1: Uh, it's still there.
0: It's still there. It still works. I'm going to be keeping it up as long as thebeak.org exists, and we're going to be leaving that up at least as an archive.
1: Yeah, Johnny owns the website. None of this stuff is going away. Like yeah. it's all going to be online on iTunes, on the RSS feed.
0: We're not flappy birding this thing. We're we're. Keeping it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can listen to it and download it as many
0: times as you want for free. Yeah, and that Flappy Bird reference will be exactly as fresh as it is now forever.
2: <laughs>
0: I don't really understand the Flappy Bird thing. Oh, like, well, he
1: took it off the app store. He, he like, freaked out and took it down. It's yeah. like, couldn't you just, like, I don't know. Not do that? Well, like, you don't actually have to do any more work for it. Like, if you're already making money, you could say, I'm not going to make any more updates, but you could keep selling the existing one I don't know yeah I don't know it sounds like some sort of artistic imbalance
0: I well that or he's done amazing promotion for whatever his next game is
1: that's a really good point
0: everyone's gonna buy it in case he takes it away again
1: oh you're right this is sort of like the Snapchat guys <laughs> refusing to take millions and millions of dollars from Facebook yeah yeah
0: well whatever the case that's not what we're doing we're leaving all the stuff up and topics at the beat.org will remain open to contact us for whatever you need but uh, not for topics. You send a topic to it that's just going down the topic hole.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, you can also keep following us on Twitter at, at the Beacon at Doc Heisenberg.
0: Yeah, we use those for other things.
1: At least for as long as there's Twitter, it's got to stop at some point. Well, yes. Yeah.
0: See, that's not going to have an ending. That's just going to stop someday.
1: Well, it's going to be. I, I figure it'll be like Friendster. Like yeah. it'll stop officially. And then, like, the, the entire website will disappear, like, three years later.
0: It'll be it'll be a MySpace situation where one day you're like, you're still on there? Are you a Juggalo? I got an email from MySpace yesterday. I did, too. I think everybody did.
1: Yeah, it was like, we still have your pictures. And it was like... I'm not comfortable with that. It, well, it was... I, lo- I looked at it, and it was like an old picture of Captain Fun, like, at a bar. Nice. So that was fun. Oh,
0: well, that was a good memory. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, anyway.
2: Uh, yeah. The okay. point
0: is, we've got endings on our mind. Yeah. And, uh, we're gonna go more gracefully than MySpace. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what doesn't?
1: <laughs> no, no, even if, like, the sound cut out right now. Yeah. And there was just, like, you know, another 20 minutes of fart noises, that yeah. would be more graceful than MySpace.
0: Tony Soprano went more gracefully than MySpace. Everyone who's ever fallen off a tightrope went more gracefully than MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway,
2: yeah.
0: Well, um, <laughs> let's
1: let's roll. This is okay. So we got uh, yeah, we got two more after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess we're rolling a topic.
0: We are absolutely rolling a topic. We spun our wheels long enough for today.
1: Let's roll a topic. God damn it! Fifteen. Fifteen. What do we got as fifteen,
0: Johnny. Topic number fifteen is <clears throat> strong bad email. Submitted by Jay. Well. Thank you, Jay. Thank you,
1: Jay. You know, say what you want
0: about Jay. Yeah. But <laughs> I have Every think, once in
1: a great while. Well, I, I, more more of the... Well, he sends good topics and he sends stinkers, but Ooh. he's never stopped sending in topics. Long after everyone else has gotten bored and given up and moved on to other things.
0: And just stopped sending topics because they figure, oh, we must be getting them from more places. I hear names I haven't heard before. Yeah. There's so many Jay topics, how can I compete? It's
1: been three years, and our list has never not had Jay on it. To the
0: bitter fucking end, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: so kudos. But strong bad email. Strong bad email. Now that... That's a... That is a topic right there. That's true. It's a topic with arguably a beginning, a middle, and an end, Yes,
0: because, all right, let's start at the beginning.
1: Well, I know for a fact we have listeners who don't know what that is. So we're going to have to... We're gonna have to like be a little simple at first. So
0: Once upon a time. Okay. Before there was Facebook, uh-huh. before there was YouTube. Right. When Google was something that only the cool kids knew about. Yeah. <laughs> there was a little website called homestarrunner.com. Mm-hmm. And it featured little cartoons.
2: Now,
1: I first saw this around 01 or 02. As did I. Okay, but it was around a little bit before that.
0: Yeah. Okay. It well, I looked up the history of it, and we'll get into that later because okay. it's interesting to me. Okay. And nobody but me. But, right. Uh,
1: but what was the? What, when did it start?
0: It officially the do, the domain was registered late nineteen ninety nine. The website launched January first of two thousand. Okay,
1: all right, so we picked up on it a year or two after it had, like, launched. Yeah. Okay.
0: And uh, what it was, was one of the characters was a fellow named Strong Bad. Mm-hmm. He was a stout little fellow in a in a Mexican wrestling mask and boxing gloves.
1: Yeah, he had a luchador motif. Yes. Yeah.
0: And people would send their emails into the site, and he would reply to them, usually by making fun of their grammar and punctuation, and then acting out a little scene based on whatever they had requested. Right. It started simple. They'd write something, he would type a response and make some jokes the end.
1: It was a uh, Flash animation.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then it gradually evolved and he would, you know, venture away from his computer and get into hijinks based on what was asked of him. Right. And they were funny. They, they were they, very they, funny. They don't sound funny when I'm talking about them like this. I'm describing the concept very dryly, but you know, that goes for just about any show, you know. Some people go to a community college and then Chevy Chase leaves the show. You know, that doesn't sound funny.
1: No. No, no. that show's pretty funny. That's true. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. So, Homestar Runner in general, not just strong bad emails, but the whole thing, I would argue probably the first good, original, long-running internet animation content.
0: That is why it is significant. And I'd say not even just animation content, the first good long-running internet show of any kind. I mean, live-action content was in pretty fucking dire straits in 2000 as well. I don't think it existed. It barely. On the internet. If you were really good... Uh Uh-huh. You could embed a QuickTime video so that everybody who didn't have dial-up could watch it. Right, right. That was the extent of it, you know? There was no YouTube. There was certainly no video sharing or embedding someone else's video into a blog or into a website. That was fucking nonsense back then
1: that's true i mean if you weren't going flash animation like recording of live action was like Virtually undoable. Yeah, I mean... I and mean, this is a long... This is a, a over a decade before, you know, Kevin Spacey, you know, won an award for an internet show.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, now, hey, TV shows distributed on the internet are a big deal. Amazon can't decide how many to have.
1: Right. I mean, this was even several years before Felicia
0: Day started the Guild. Yeah. You know. This was years before there was a World of Warcraft to make fun of with the Guild. Not many years before that. But it was a few years. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. While well, launched in 04. So, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, wow.
2: Okay, this yeah. does take me back.
0: This is like... This is when the world was hotly am- anticipating Warcraft 3, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, this was a long time ago. Right, this
1: right. This was when
0: fucking Warcraft 3 trailers were running in movie theaters. This was
1: when we were still in college. Yes. Yeah.
0: We were still... Barely in college.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's how old this is.
1: And the only other contemporary I can think of is uh, Odd Todd, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: uh, which was uh, a series of uh, first-person, much more crudely drawn Flash cartoons about a guy struggling with the uh, job recession.
0: And it was a lot of him hanging out in his bathrobe, drinking a lot of coffee. That was funny, too.
1: It was funny,
2: yeah. But
0: But anyway... But anyway, the point is, Homestar Runner it was this collection of weird little characters. The, the, the central focus originally was Homestar Runner himself. Yeah. Who was an odd little pasty white barrel man. Kind of a dumb jock. I wouldn't say he was dumb and he was an athlete, but I don't think that's his stereotype. Well, no. He was
1: he was very much a local simpleton. Yeah. He was just good at track and field.
0: Yeah, he was a lovable village idiot who was good at track and field. He was Forrest Gump. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Homestar is a lot like Forrest Gump. In a way, yes. Uh, but, but Strong Bad was the, the villain, kind he, of the antagonist. He was Homestar's athletic nemesis. Yeah. Who was not as good as he said he was. Right, but you know, would was not above resorting to unsportsmanlike conduct.
2: Uh, yeah, he uh, he
1: he piled around with strong mad, his brother, who was a big hulking monstrosity. Yeah, and a little squeaky animal guy called the cheat, who helped him cheat at stuff. He, yeah, he he talked like. Dar,
0: dar, dar, dar.
1: He talked like Shloofy, but like me.
0: We're back to Shloofy. <laughs> no one remembers that either. Well, we talked about the cheat when we talked about Shloofy. Yeah, this is full circle. Yeah, no, we're bringing it all home today. Okay. Yeah. Well, the point is not any of that. The point is that this was a very early success for original content on the internet, and it was it was a two man shop. It was made by these two brothers, Matt and Mike Chapman. Right. Who refused to post any ads or take any advertising dollars. The, the website eventually became their full-time job through sales of merchandise as it took off and people wanted merchandise. I remember that. They sold a shitload of t-shirts. They sold a lot of t-shirts. You still see those t-shirts.
1: <laughs> like, I can't think of basically anything online that doesn't have ads.
0: Yeah, no. Or,
1: you know, anything that, you know, has the slightest opportunity to have ads. I mean, we don't,
0: Anything that you could actually make a living at has ads.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But not Homestar Runner. Never.
0: They refused to do any advertising, and they made enough money off of the merch to do that full-time.
1: Amazing at all, let alone amazing for its time. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, and... The thing is, as much as it set the precedent for pretty much, I want to say, all of the online content that's come since. Right. Not that it's, you know, a huge influence on Orange is the New Black or anything. (laughs) Uh, It's two very different styles of program. Uh, Yeah. But that it's a viable model at all, I think, can be traced back to this. That's fair. And, I mean, in a lot of ways, it is you know, primitive, not just in terms of the animation, which, again, was done in Flash, which was, you know, never really intended for animated cartoons. It was intended for fancy menus and layouts, and it just got hijacked by people who figured out you can make cartoons with it.
1: Which is awesome. Yeah. I love the repurposing of Flash. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, the thing is, though, these were not embeddable in other websites. You had to go to their website to watch them.
1: This... Homestar also uh, appeared when, you know, animation in general was in kind of a dead zone. This was years before like Adventure Time. Yeah. You know, years after the Simpsons stopped being good. Yes, it had. Like, you know, and it was even it was even before most of the good adult swim programming.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it was roughly contemporary with like SpongeBob.
1: Yeah, which is only for, well, I don't know, some grown-ups watching. I never got into SpongeBob I never either. gave a shit about SpongeBob. No,
0: I just I couldn't do it. it yeah,
1: was- but compared to something like a, 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 how does it square up with like Aqua Teen?
0: This was a couple, it officially launched a couple years or a year or so before.
1: Yeah, yeah. see? So like maybe contemporary with like Space Goes Coast to Coast.
0: Yeah, no, Aqua Teen launched around the same time as the first Strong Bad email actually. Interesting. Yeah. So it was kind of
1: part of that wave just uh, coming from a different source.
0: Yeah, it was part of the low-cost, low-stakes, and therefore you can get away with anything animation revolution. Yeah. Yeah. If you can make it for cheap... They'll let you say whatever you want, no matter how stupid or crazy it is. That's
1: awesome. It
0: actually is. And, like, I I would
1: argue that, like, Strong, Bad, and The Cheat are as influential as, like, Meatwad. Oh, certainly.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, like, this was a style of humor that hadn't been done much. I mean, and because of the relatively primitive animation, the the series lived and died on the strength of its writing. Sure. Which was, I'd say, consistent throughout. I mean, I'd say the worst writing came at the beginning before they'd really found a voice.
1: And the great thing about the writing is that it was always the same two people. Yeah. You know, and the voices were always the same other two people. Yeah. You know.
0: So, yeah, I mean, well, I think one of the writers did most of the voices too, so. And
1: then there was uh, a girl. Yeah. That did the one female the voice. The one female character. Yeah. Missy.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 But, yes, I mean, like, this was back when, if you wanted to watch this cartoon, you had to go to their website, click on the link. You couldn't find it in someone else's feed. It wouldn't be on somebody else's Facebook. It wouldn't be shared anywhere.
1: No, and this is this is also pre- before all the, 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 that became a social networking paradigm. Yeah. Which, I, 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 okay, occasionally it's fun to, like, put a Weather Girls music video on my Facebook page. That does make people scratch their heads. It does. But in general, it's usually a cynical marketing ploy. Yeah. Hey, here's our dumb video. Uh, uh, these other guys are just, like, talking about their boring lives with their dumb friends. Let's see if we can get them to, like, market our dumb corporate video for us.
0: Uh, yes.
1: Kind of thing. Like, yes. this was before that infrastructure existed. Yeah. Which means there was no – it wasn't even an option to embed this in anything
0: else. No, this was flash. This was embedded right in their page. Theoretically, if you knew your way around HTML, you could either link directly to the raw flash file or you could save a copy for yourself and post it somewhere. But both of those are somewhere between illegal and just a dick move.
1: And there wasn't a button for it. No. Yeah. But
0: yeah, streaming it off of their site onto another site, that's just kind of like, hey, let me eat up your bandwidth and not give you any page views.
2: Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. That's me.
0: And this was all done with no kind of corporate backing or co-sponsorships. Not only did they not put ads on their site, they didn't advertise on other people's sites either. True. And there was little to nothing in the way of social media when they started. Mm -mm. I mean, I think maybe Friendster existed towards the beginning of their work. I mean, if I remember correctly... You told me about this website. Uh, yes, in person, on in the streets, like l- thugs. Literal word
1: of mouth. Yes. We were on campus, and you said, hey, there's this funny thing on the internet. You should watch it when
2: you get home.
0: Yeah, no, I did. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, watch this one and this one. They're really good. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's how I heard about it. I was hanging out with another friend, and she was like, oh, you have to see this, this crazy song that these guys made. Yeah. And then I kept watching. Yeah, totally.
1: I mean, it, it, once they got into a routine, I remember... Checking the, the website for a new Strong Bad email every Monday morning.
0: hmm Yeah, I mean, and that's another impressive thing, just that they did near-weekly updates for a good long chunk of the Strong Bad email's uh, running time like Years. Years. Yeah. I mean, after a while, the weekly updates tapered off. They take breaks. They take long breaks. They do one, and then they do another one a month later. And then eventually it just sort of stopped.
1: Right. I mean they made other cartoons here and
0: there. They did a lot of other cartoons actually.
1: Yeah, there were a bunch of other characters in that little world. Yeah. And so they'd they'd have peculiar adventures. You know, they would do uh clubs and Coach Z and Marzipan. I love Marzipan. Yeah.
0: But like they would do holiday cartoons, they would do a Halloween cartoon every year where everyone was in these silly costumes. Sure. And that was part of the beauty of it, was that the characters all had these very simple, iconic designs, Mm -hmm. which is sort of a weakness of Flash animation that they turned around into a strength, because since every character had this immediately recognizable silhouette and color scheme, you could dress them up however you wanted... And they'd all still be recognizable as themselves, while also recognizable as whatever they're dressed up as.
1: Oh, yeah, sure. In, in uh, graphic design terms, they had uh, unique
2: silhouettes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes, and that was lovely. Mm-hmm. You know, just that they, I don't know how deliberate that was. I mean, again, to go back to Taylor Swift, because what the hell. Okay. I don't think they were really calculating in doing this. I don't think it was like a, a scheme to like make the most perfectly marketable characters ever.
1: I, I think it was a, a long chain of happy accidents.
0: Yeah. And hell, I mean, if you go back to the actual origins of this, right down to the na- the origin of the name Homestar Runner. Which is weird when you think about it. Yeah, it doesn't actually mean anything or make sense. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it does, it doesn't. You're familiar with that.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: And, uh, yeah, no, it it traces back to some college kids with a bunch of inside
2: jokes.
0: (laughs) Like, when these guys were in college, they used to like to yell at each other in an old-timey baseball announcer voice, you know? Oh. Like, and they would just use superlatives to describe one another, you know? All-star runner, hometown hero, you know? We have a lot in
1: common with these guys. We really do. (laughs) And
0: one of their friends didn't know shit about baseball, so he decided to give it a try, and... He just, by parroting some of the stuff he had heard them say, Uh what came out of his mouth was, Homestar Runner! (laughs) And they were like, wait a minute, that doesn't mean anything, but that's funny. Yeah. So they just kept calling, like, just, that became their inside joke. Right. Their new inside joke that evolved out of the old one. Yeah. One day they decided, I'll bet we could write a children's book, just because they were bored. Sure. And so when they needed a main character, they named him the Homestar Runner. Uh Uh-huh. And had a little story about him right. entering the Strongest Man in the World contest. Oh, yeah. And then from there, they, you know, registered the domain just to post weird shit they'd been working on because they'd been messing around with Flash cartoons. And they figured, we've already got these this little cast of characters. Let's use them for our practice. Right. Started posting stuff on the domain they registered and then gradually started doing real stories and developing the characters, and building the world. And And it sort of came together by accident that it ended up becoming something that anyone would ever want to watch. Because if you watch the really early stuff, you don't necessarily think that's where it would end up.
1: Yeah, if you go back and watch the, the old cartoons, or in any sort of chronological order, you can actually see them kind of learning how to do different stuff in Flash animation.
0: You can see them learning, and you can see them sort of abandoning their original premise of... These are stories for babies. Right. Like, that's where they would started out. Yeah. Like, that's... We're writing books for little, little children. <laughs> that dies off pretty quick. Dad disappears, and then we end up with... Strong Bad answering emails and making fun of the people who send them in. I mean, and that
1: could have been a joke that died off quick. Like, they could have made five of those and then moved on to something else. They
0: could have made five of them and then been like, you know what, we came up with something cooler. We're going to do that. But no, they stuck with these weird characters they had. Yeah. And they ended up creating, you know, this huge phenomenon that took off just by, you know, accident, by word of mouth. Right. The way shit used to. And most of the, eventually
1: most of the world building yeah. of the entire website had its origin in Strong Bad.
0: Yeah, just because his show was more or less weekly, mm-hmm. when if a new element was going to be introduced into that world, it was probably going to be via that show just because that's the one that was putting out the most episodes.
1: Right. I mean, you know, you got Trogdor. Do do have Trogdor. Teen Girl Squad. Yeah. And uh, cheat commandos. Yeah,
0: people would write in and ask him to do stuff, and he would come up with new series. Yeah. And new cartoons and new characters that would then get folded into the world.
1: I, I think it's interesting, as much as it's kind of divorced from anything else in culture, it's its own unique thing. Yeah. It's also a little epoch of time, like, whether or not you got into it. Like for an example, about a year and a half ago, I went to a Halloween party, okay, and there was a woman there in a, a strong bed costume. Yeah, yeah, which that was awesome. It was like, oh, you watched that back then too, mm-hmm. and but just as recently <laughs> as like the last week. I was talking to someone else who had never heard of it. Oh, my God. And, like, same age, about 30-ish. Wow. So... Well, that's
0: the thing. Back then, fewer people were even on the Internet. Right. And a lot of those who were were still intimidated or frightened or thought it was for nerds. They used, they checked their email for school or work, and that was the end of it. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea that, you know, there are websites with entertainment on it, it's like, <laughs> okay, nerd... Yeah. What is it? Jokes about Star Trek? <laughs> well, you know, and th-
1: those existed.
0: Those too. existed, yeah. But like, there was more than that. There was this. Yeah. I mean, and and just by starting with these characters who were drawn in very broad strokes as somewhere between, you know, archetypes and stereotypes, uh-huh. they were able to drill down to these layers of of specificity and authenticity that most writers wish they could achieve. That's fair. You know, I mean, even just the fact that Strong Sad started out as just Strong Bad sad sack brother. Right. And gradually we start seeing his live journal. We start seeing his cure <laughs> poster. <Right>. You know, <laughs> of course he listens to college radio. Of course he loves ethnic food, but he can't cook, so he buys it all frozen. You know, <laughs> it, like he gets the frozen organic ethnic foods. Right. You know. It was this wonderful little character sketch that got filled in over the course of years. Mm-hmm. And it became very recognizable as a very specific type, as opposed to just the sad guy. Yeah. You know, and, and likewise, uh, you know, Marzipan was introduced as just Homestar's girlfriend. Right. Who was kind of a hippie.
1: And then, yeah, yeah, eventually she, you know, grew- really outgrew it.
0: Yeah, and she becomes this amazing, like, indie rock hipster girl. Yeah. Who goes on tour with her band called Cool Tape. She has a guitar named Carol. (laughs) (laughs) She puts on free concerts for birds, Mm -hmm. you know, and and you you see the characters kind of building to this. And it It was just very impressively done, very well done, absolutely. And frankly, if it was being made today, if it had never existed, right, and somehow it was being made today and achieving the a similar or even like scaled up proportional level of success, uh-huh. like so even more people are watching it now, but you know same portion of the internet using public, right. There would be angry BuzzFeed posts about how the guys making it are secret evil genius SEO masterminds. You notice that every character has a unique silhouette. This is an old graphic design trick lure, to lure you in. <laughs> All right,
1: is this the part where we talk about Adventure Time?
0: Well, they do say that about Adventure Time. <laughs> well, I feel like Adventure Time is the
1: closest, you know, contemporary analog.
0: Adventure Time is very clearly influenced. I mean, and part yeah. of it is that, like, you know, a lot of people, there was a write-up on Homestar Runner in the AV Club recently just because they've been doing, you know, a feature on different long-running series. Oh, I didn't see that. And, and I told you to read it, like, months ago. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, the point is, they start getting into, you know, oh, I don't
1: listen when Johnny talks. (laughs) This was a
0: world without irony, because, you know, irony and sarcasm are toxic. Fuck you, and fuck your new sincerity.
1: (laughs) I I would argue that it's neither of those things. No,
0: it absolutely... Yes, the characters are very unabashedly enthusiastic for cartridge games, okay? (laughs) For broken-ass old computers that are beige, Okay. It, are, are we supposed to really believe the people making it really sincerely love those things? I mean, perhaps they were nostalgic. Yeah, but
1: no, it was they were it was full of sarcasm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> what? That's just how you have to say things. That's what you have to say about things you like now.
1: Well, I refuse.
0: As do I. I mean, but even that, like. The the weird fixations within the Homestar universe, on, and I, at this point, I'm talking to people who know it. I'm not trying to fill you in on the de- details anymore, okay? This is for people who know it. You know, at this point, like, the focus on old technology, on old school hip-hop, stuff like that, mm-hmm. that very much got carried over into Adventure Time. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, which loves old synthesizers and VHS tapes. And, and BMO, man. Yeah. Bemo, the robot that looks like a Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks like a cross between a Game Boy and one of Strong Bad's computers.
1: I, yeah, yeah, and one of those little box TVs, Those yeah. little black and white box TVs, or
0: things. one of the, or the classic, the original Mac.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. We had <laughs> one when I was a kid. It had about like a uh, uh, about a like a five by five screen. Oh man! And you could power it with like. 10 D-cell batteries. I had one of those. It had an antenna that was three times longer than the actual entire TV box. I had one of those when I was a kid. Yeah. black and white. And it had a radio, too. (laughs) So, like, if the power went out and you had a lot of D batteries, you could, like, get weather reports.
0: Or power, like, 10 flashlights.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You had to stock a lot of D batteries in the
0: old days. You really did. But, hell, that's something that Homestar would be familiar with. Totally. Yeah. Old batteries, stuff that runs on big, old, ugly batteries. <laughs> but let's talk about its influence. Okay. Let's talk about where it's taken us. Let's talk about how we squandered this promise. By the way, this is all up. So if at any point you want to,
1: like, you know, pause it and refresh yourself, you can go yeah. to HomestarRunner.com and watch as many cartoons as you
0: want. They're there all, all still there. There hasn't been new content since 2010, but by God, they've left the site up as an archive. Right. And don't worry about them. On the strength of the site, they were able to go on to... Direct music videos and work in TV and animation and stuff. They've got jobs.
1: I think they have jobs on actual, like, TV shows, writing or something. They do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But let's talk about how we squandered the promise of Homestar Runner. I'm going to bust out the fucking book of grievances.
1: Okay. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there's anything comparable in terms of independent internet animation nowadays. There really isn't. I mean, at least not that has crossed my desk.
0: Not really, no. I mean, certainly there's stuff on YouTube, but a lot of it's got, you know... If not corporate backing, then backing by some larger uh, network made by, you know, somebody of influence, somebody with the money and the connections to get the studio equipment and shit. hmm There's a lot of terrible fucking vlogs that somehow, you know, people get famous out of and move to L.A. Okay, yeah. That are not funny and are watched by nine-year-olds. Right. Because they're made for nine-year-olds. Uh-huh. You know, and, and frankly, Homestar was all about the promise of what was to come. New forms of entertainment that we hadn't imagined yet because we didn't have the internet last time we took the time to imagine them. Right. And at the very least, it did have some quirks unique to the Flash form. Almost every cartoon at the end had some hidden clickable Easter egg. Uh-huh. You can't fucking do that on YouTube. No. No, you put a clickable thing on your YouTube video, it's going to have that fucking gray rectangle around it. It's going to look like shit. You click on it, it's going to take you to another website. It's going to take you to another video. It's going to take you away from the video you're watching. And I have hate fu- those. Have fun waiting for that shit to load, asshole. And the and, and hell, nobody's going to see it because everyone turns those annotations off because they suck. Correct. So there's one thing that's already... We've gone backwards on. (laughs) I mean, frankly, the fact that with this promise of of online distribution, all we could think to do with it is make regular TV shows. I mean, yeah. You know, we were promised these vast, sprawling, multi-platform, multimedia experiences. The only person doing anything like that is J.J. Abrams, and he sucks at it.
1: (laughs) That's fair. Yeah.
0: I mean... like, oh, I'm going to send... Boxes to a bunch of reporters with a book in it. And, uh, fuck you. <laughs> or, or, or what?
1: One of the things I can't stand is uh, back when we used to have cable. Like, you'd watch something like The Walking Dead. Yeah. And it would say, go to The Walking Dead website for a two-screen experience. And it would have random garbage on their website while the show was on. Nothing you wanted.
0: It's like, this would be slightly more tolerable on an iPad, but still wouldn't be good. (laughs) Or, 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 my personal
1: least favorite, uh, uh, when live television puts a hashtag in the corner.
0: Oh... Yeah, no. Hey, everybody, tweet about this. And tweet with the hashtag. Trust me, I watch a lot of, you know, TV. Uh huh. And I read a lot of people on Twitter live tweeting TV. Uh huh. None of them use the fucking hashtag. No. No. Sometimes they don't even hashtag the name of the show, let alone the constantly updating hashtags related to whatever is happening on the screen. Oh, that's ludicrous. You know, oh, what's happening on The Walking Dead? Oh, we gotta chop this poor bastard's leg off, you know? And then we cut to fucking Chris Hardwick, and he's like, you know, okay, well, hashtag hacksaw, and I'm like, that's, that's totally off.
2: <laughs> you know,
0: I mean, have a little respect for this guy getting his leg hacked off, asshole. <laughs> but don't try to make this funny. Don't kill the tension. Don't make me think he's going to be okay because you're an idiot. <laughs> That's true, it kind of fucks up the rhythm
1: of a horror show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You don't get that in movie theaters. No. It's like in Gremlins 2, okay, when they deliberately ruin the movie. Yeah. And, like, there's a scene where there's tension building up and a bunch of the gremlins are going to kill people. (laughs) And then, like, the movie cuts out and Hulk Hogan is, like, staring his big tan face right at the movie theater. He's like... Hey, the homester is gonna tell you to turn the projector back on! (laughs) That happens in Gremlins 2. I know, I've seen it, it's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I would argue it's amazing. Yeah, (laughs) now Gremlins 2 was a deliberate Train wreck. Yeah, the guy but, making it decided, "Fuck this
1: movie." But the people who pay Chris Hardwick, yeah, are are doing that on
0: purpose every week. And they're separate from the people who make The Walking Dead, who I assume are unhappy. I, w- <laughs> I would expect about so. having this smiley asshole show up and make fun of your show yeah. during the commercial breaks, like the show that he's paid to then talk about. Yeah. They're probably like, hey, asshole, this is AMC, the Mad Men channel. Yeah, damn it. Did they do this shit on Breaking Bad? I don't, not I don't not, not they really, did. no. I mean, like, yeah. they say stay tuned for a new Talking Bad, but they didn't have Hardwick come out and make jokes. Yeah. They didn't be like, whoa, ho, ho, Walt just cut up a guy and put him in a barrel, you know? <laughs> 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 he never did that. I mean, well, Walt did that, but but Hardwick was never like, ha-ha, that's a, what a way to go, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Hashtag math. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, that, that never happened, you know? <laughs> There was never, yeah, there was never a meth Nazis hashtag. Yeah. There were meth Nazis. Right. (laughs) There was never a hashtag about it.
1: It, like, it pisses all over the traditional concept of, you know, comic relief. Yeah. It's not like the ship's about to be destroyed and, oh yeah, Data's doing something weird. Yeah. That's within
0: the actual story. It makes sense for Data to be doing something weird. That's within his character. Yeah. It fits into the plot of that particular episode. Right. His programming's fucked up. That's half the problem. Exactly. And this is different. This is interrupting to... This isn't even like Mystery Science Theater. No, well, that was different entirely. That was different. Those were bad movies. I'm not saying The Walking Dead's a great show. I often find it tedious, but I'm <laughs> not... This isn't improving my opinion of it. Not at all. Not at all. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, Homestar Runner existed before all that. hmm It existed before modern fandom culture. People who just want to love something to love it, and not because they give a shit about what it actually is. Before the ultimate... First and greatest of all human rights was the right of straight girls to insist that famous men have gay sex with each other.
2: Well, <laughs> I
1: mean, <laughs> look, I, I'm not in charge of writing, Sherlock. You know what? If Holmes wants to get married, or not Holmes. Watson. Watson. If Watson wants to get married... That's part of the story.
0: If they're going to fuck, they would have fucked by now. It's going to be coming out of nowhere if they do now.
1: Well, yeah, it would be weird if they did that later. Yeah. You never heard anyone bitching about Larry and Balky not hooking up. <laughs> A, they're cousins. They,
0: that doesn't matter. <laughs> that does not matter, okay? <laughs> do you do you know what Supernatural fans... Well, those guys are brothers, okay? have
1: <laughs> <laughs> never watched Supernatural.
0: Well, it, you don't want to because all you're going to be able to think about is the, all the girls out there wishing they, these two brothers fuck to be fair I know they can't make a baby it's still gross (laughs) to be fair it's weird that there was never a
1: threesome on threes company
0: I think that was always implied. Yeah. I mean,
1: like, Jack was pretending to be gay yeah. to live in the apartment, but it's like, there was Chrissy and the other one. Yeah. And Janet. Janet. Janet and Chrissy and Jack. I mean, you always assume when the cameras are off, it's like the Dick Van Dyke show. Whoa. Okay. Dick Van Dyke. There's kids can... in that house, man. <laughs> well, No, no, no. Listen. Uh, because of TV standards of the 1950s, yeah. Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore had to be shown sleeping in separate beds fully clothed. Yes. Obviously, they're a married couple with a child. Yeah, they sleep in one bed and fuck. Yeah, you know. So by that, you know, by that logic, on Three's Company, when the cameras were off, the subtext is the three of them pile in a different bed or in one big bed. Yeah, you know, like in that song from Cabaret. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> I I don't know where to go with that. Okay, but lo- let's talk. Tall ladies. See, now here's the thing. Okay. Strong Bad predates that sort of, you know, obsessive fandom culture. It predates the, the culture of, sp- let's call it speculative fan art.
2: Okay. Oh, well. If yeah. Strong
0: Bad was made today, uh-huh. there would be 10,000 pieces of fan art of him in front of the mirror with his mask and boxing gloves off, right. with his beautiful blonde hair flowing free, and his big green pretty boy protagonist eyes sparkling. And it would just be like, hey, this is my truth.
2: <laughs> no,
0: it's fucking not, okay? Is this like the pornographic Adventure Time uh, tumblers? No, this isn't even porn. This is just like, I think he really does take the mask off. And he doesn't, okay? It's not a mask. That's just his face. That's yeah. their reality. Yeah. People don't understand that anymore, that within the cartoons there are rules. I mean, in South Park, Yes. Those kids actually look like real people, and we just see them depicted as these weird little round creatures, and there's evidence of that within the program. We see, you know, police sketches of them that are very realistic, and they, people can tell each other apart, and so forth. Right. On um, The Simpsons, within their world, from their perspective, the people of that world are yellow, they have four fingers, they have overbites, their hair and skin matches perfectly, etc. Right. In fact, there are even references to the possibility of people who look like us being grotesque abominations to their eyes. Sure. So when people say, you know, oh, this is what these cartoon characters would look like if they were real or if they were older or if they were in a different style or whatever. Right. Sometimes that's shitting all over the work of artists. (laughs) That's shitting all over reality from the perspective of these characters. Right. And, and, And Homestar very much took place in a universe like that. You know, Homestar and several other characters were depicted without arms, Uh and most of the characters were depicted without discernible fingers or hands. Right. They were all able to pick stuff up and manipulate objects as though they did, and it was just implied to be a weird thing that didn't make sense because it's a cartoon. Repeat to yourself, it's just a show. Sure, yeah. And and that's all it was. But there would be so much fan art of Homestar with arms, or Homestar with invisible arms or robot arms. I am
2: glad there isn't.
0: Yeah, no, that would be awful.
1: I mean the <laughs> only way to escape that now is to be really unknown. Yeah. There's not a lot of creepy fan art of us. <laughs> That's because we're not popular.
0: There was one piece and I had the right number of arms. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it wasn't creepy, it was okay. No, it kinda looked like me. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: yeah. I was wearing a nice shirt in it. I like that shirt. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, anyway, yeah. <laughs> the point isn't that. Our fan
1: club got taken over by Russian porn so fast. Uh, uh, always it, happens. It was fun for a day or two.
0: Well, anyway, the point is that, you know, even just the promise of new forms of content delivered via this new medium. Right. I could say it's not happening at all, and some kid out there listening to this will say, well, what about Homestuck? What the fuck about it? It's a, It's a comic.
1: Well, there have always been internet comics yeah. since you were able to put JPEGs on, yeah. you know, websites.
0: It's a comic with occasional animated or interactive segments. And other than how it's strung together and the occasional clever use of style sheets, right. there's really nothing spectacular there. It'd be hard to turn into a book, ooh, you know?
1: Well, here's here, here's here's the thing, I think. Okay. Is, like, I can say with a certain level of confidence that there's nothing like Homestar Runner being made currently that has achieved the same level of notoriety.
0: Yeah.
1: However, it's virtually impossible to say with any certainty that there's nothing as good at it being made right now because there's so much stuff being made on the Internet that dwindles into a tiny corner of obscurity.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's 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 like a library that contains every book ever written and also all the books that weren't written... But there's just a fuckload of blank books in there yeah. that you have to sort through to find the actual content.
1: Right, and like all the uh, and uh, uh, all the things that help you find things, all yeah. the like the Dewey Decimal System is like biased.
0: Yeah, like, like, like if you start a blog and you write every day and it's damn good. Yeah, you've got the same you know search engine ranking basically mm-hmm. as the guy who started a blog and said, "All right, first post," and then never wrote anything again. Yeah. Imagine a library full of billions of books. Most of them are one page that say, hey, first post.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I mean, I'm not, I I would be the last to say our podcast is great.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: However, there are some people who enjoy it, and I am certain there are other people in the world who would enjoy it. Yes. uh, 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 But they will never know of its existence.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, Apple search is not great. No. And, uh... Our title is hard to search for. That was a mistake. Well. And, uh, I don't know, low production values? I mean, they have to hear it to know about that.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, not a, uh, that's not a deal breaker
0: until later. Yeah. Yeah. So, who the fuck knows? But at least, I guess, there's no fan art. There's no people talking about how tall I am in their headcanon. Because you know what? I'm a real guy whose life you're fucking with when you write that.
1: He's like 5'10".
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's not not spectacular.
1: (laughs) It's rather average for a modern man.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I assume people would imagine me being short and troll-like and grasping sort of a Danny DeVito. (laughs)
1: That would be funny. That is funny. Yeah.
0: But inaccurate.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I mean, and I would love to see something as good as Homestar Runner being made today.
0: Absolutely. On,
1: I mean, the, on a completely independent scale. Like, there's stuff as good on, like, television.
0: Yeah. But it's television. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm going to be honest, just to go back to the comparison I made before. Okay. I actually sat down, skeptically, mm-hmm. and read Homestuck, and I was like, you know what? This actually isn't bad. But uh-huh. you know what? I, I don't care because <laughs> because the people who like it are insufferable because they think it's for them. They think it's representing them or it's about them. You know the guy who draws that is a goofball in his mid-30s. He's one of us assholes, and he hates you.
1: You know what I found?
0: There's nothing for you in that comic, and there's a shitload of stuff against you. I found
1: <laughs> that it's easier to enjoy almost any form of art or entertainment, if you ignore everyone else who's aware of it, yeah, like detach from the fans yeah. and enjoy it on your own level. I mean, I know there's the there's there's a a, a, a certain taboo against watching movies by yourself mm-hmm. versus a theater experience, mm-hmm. but I don't need other people to tell me whether or not to laugh.
0: No, if it's funny enough, you're going to laugh. Yeah. Absolutely, I
1: I laughed at a Home Star Runner
0: video today. There you go, keeping it super old school. It was a Christmas episode,
1: and and because I saw all these when they came out years ago, yeah. I had most of the jokes memorized. Well, and so like rewatching some of these for the show, I I, I just couldn't be surprised. There's a Christmas episode where they're opening presents. And Strong Mad is sitting there, and he's got a huge rock with a face drawn on it in Sharpie. And he's throwing it up and down because he's a burly muscle man. And he says, I love you, Tony Stoney! And then he holds Tony Stoney up in front of his face, and he says, no, I love you more! <laughs> and it's, it's a giant man with a beloved rock. And I laugh my ass off because
0: that is... Funny and out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm more laughing at how delighted you are, Brian. <laughs> well,
1: Strong Mad is my favorite character, and he talks like what I pretend Chuds talk like.
0: Well, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, no, in a, in a way, your your little character of Chudley, who you bring out on the show every now and then, yeah, based is on basically on... Strong Mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I miss Strong Mad.
0: I do, too. But you know what? We're not going to have another Strong Mad for a while unless he really comes out of nowhere again. Right. Right. Because, again, we got every TV show gets taken over by people who talk about how they imagine they think the show could be or what they would like it to be in their imagination. Right. And it's like, you know what, dude? Make something. Sure. You know, if you're, if you're a whole enjoyment of a show or a cartoon or a comic
2: uh-huh. hinges
0: on you making up extra shit about the characters. Right. You're three quarters of the way. To being ready to make up a character. <laughs> you know, if your problem is you want this exact same story, but acted out by whatever gets you off, or whatever you think matters, or, like, if you think this story should be acted out by people who represent a more socially conscious creator or whatever, uh huh. you're already so close. You know what? Fine. Rip off the story. Everybody rips off stories. Steal the whole story and put in the characters you like. Create anything wait isn't this where 50 shades of gray came from kind of fucking good for her you know (laughs) fair enough i mean that's that's an original story about these characters and then she took the last step and changed the names and made a fuckload of money yeah it got awful but she did it that's true that's true she made the effort you know, so I'm going to take the plunge. You know, if, if, it, if it matters to you that much, A, if it matters to you that much, seeing the kind of characters you want to see in a story, maybe don't, rep, uh, don't fall back on your hopes and dreams of what corporate media can provide for you. Mm. You know, don't expect network TV or giant blockbuster films to fulfill that need because they do not give a shit if they if they do something that looks like it might be good it's because some accountant told them to
1: yeah those i mean i mean tv only exists because you know someone invented a new way to transmit advertisements they've never been trustworthy no no
0: and if if, if something truly independent you you want it to be different yeah they've got all the infrastructure you do yeah. you got all, you've got their resources, they've got your resources. If it's really and truly as independent as you're saying, you can do this. You can get out there and make something. And if it's any good, people will watch.
1: Yeah. I mean, we made this show for three years.
0: Yeah. For what? Zero dollars, I'd say? Uh, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we had all the stuff. I mean, it was an old laptop, but I mean, you know, it did have been paid for several times over by now. Yeah. So, yeah. I already had the drill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The one from today's episode, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was the most expensive prop we've ever used. (laughs) And I already owned it. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, you
1: spent, what, five bucks making uh, that puppet?
0: I had the sock. I had to buy yarn. so and, and yeah, Yarn man, and googly eyes. Thereabouts, yeah. yeah. Yeah, about five bucks. Little little trip to the craft store, and then you had googly eyes left over. <laughs> I mean, I would have bought those anyway. They're googly eyes. Yeah. You put them on other shit. <laughs> They're fun to have around. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, we've we spent very little money on this show. Yeah. And made it with, and it's not even good resources we had lying around. We had crap. This laptop sucks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So So, you can do what we did.
0: You can absolutely do what we did.
1: You can do, I mean, you know, it it takes a little longer to learn Flash animation than it does to talk. Yeah. But, you know.
0: But, fuck it, man. You can steal Flash. You can steal anything. Yeah, you totally can. You know? It's not even hard. If the show starts making money, then you make it legal. Yeah. You know, then you make an honest woman of (laughs) her. So to speak. So to speak, yeah. Yeah. But th- that's, that's what gets me now, is that there's millions of people out there who, who seem desperate to avoid creating something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I love this thing, and I wish it was different. Better complain.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Just make something else.
0: Yeah, and it's like, what? Oh, the, 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 the psychic pain one endures by not having a perfect TV show delivered to you is so vast that you can't create? That is the argument.
2: Well, I, I,
1: I, don't, I mean, maybe I just don't understand people. Not anymore. But it, it, that just always is confusing to me. Like, if if I don't like what a show or a book or something is doing, yeah. I just kind of stop
2: yeah, and it's like put it away.
0: If you ever say it's hard to be a fan of something, yeah, maybe you don't like that thing. And I don't mean like, oh, no true fan would ever criticize it. I mean, you can criticize it. Because you don't like it anymore. It's gotten bad, or you've outgrown it.
1: I can only think of one devil's advocate for that. Okay. Okay. In the in the, it's hard to be a fan of thing. Okay. Okay. I like watching uh, uh, professional football, right? All right. And for for years, I rooted for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, okay.
0: So, <laughs> I know what this fun is. Fun
1: team, fun football, you know, all that stuff. Good football team, right? Yeah. So, then the quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, got brought up on a bunch of rape charges. <laughs> settled that accord, and it never went... To trial. Yeah. So that all just got hushed up with money.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, I I don't know for a fact what happened. I wasn't there. You got your suspicions. But it's forever to... I can no longer root for that team because I'm rooting for someone who is probably a horrible scumbag rapist. Yeah. And that ruined... So it's hard to be a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers professional football team yeah. because their their lead guy is probably a horrible creep.
0: Well, he'll so, be gone someday. Well,
1: exactly. That doesn't taint the sport as a whole. No. You know, it's the same thing as, like, if you like boxing... But, you know, uh, uh, Mike Tyson is a, a rapist who beats up old ladies and bites people's ears off. Yeah. You know, Mike Tyson is a scumbag. I'm not the one who came up with that. Lots of more popular comics talk about that all the time.
0: You like the game of baseball, you don't like the steroids. Exactly. You like the Olympics, you don't like Putin. Whatever.
1: Right. But that's real life.
0: That's, that's real life. That's not fiction. Yeah. 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 Now, if it's like, if there's developments in a fictional world that you're not comfortable with... Maybe you don't like this thing anymore. It's like how I don't watch The Simpsons anymore. Yeah, maybe The Simpsons just got bad after a while. I loved The Simpsons in the first few years. Classic Simpsons is arguably the best thing ever put on television.
1: Now I I never even think to watch it anymore. No, it never crosses my
0: mind. It sucked for years. Yeah. So I stopped. It sucked for longer than it didn't, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, what can you do? Uh, you can watch the old ones and get on with your day. Exactly. You can yeah. watch You can watch Homestar. You can watch Adventure Time. You can watch Archer. You can watch Bob's Burgers. There's a thousand other cartoons you can watch. Yeah. 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 Th- those are better. Those are absolutely better. Yeah. So, yeah. If people want things, they should make things. These guys, Mike and Mark Chapman, they made things. And if you only want to consume entertainment, yeah,
1: there's endless entertainment to consume.
0: Yeah. Just change the channel. <clears throat> Actually, yes. Yeah. Hey, if you don't like this podcast, go listen to a different podcast. There's only a million of them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure there are markets that are underserved. I'm sure there's entertainment that is very hard to find. Mm -hmm. People have forgotten the joy of finding things. Yeah, totally. Go look for shit. Nobody looks for shit anymore. If it doesn't show up on Facebook, it doesn't exist.
1: And you guys have not been sharing our show on Facebook enough.
0: I'm kidding. Make them look for it. Make it an adventure. Give people the joy of discovery. Yeah. Somebody has to. Yeah. Those are my grievances. All right. Book of grievances. Those are my grievances. Also, HomestarRunner.com
1: has a lot of cool, fun stuff like Strong Bad Email that you might like, and it's funny.
0: And a bunch of games, some of which are serious, full-length games. Yeah, Peasant's Quest was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like Peasant's Quest. Peasant's Quest was fun. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think that is our summary of Homestar Runner and the state of the internet. All right. Yeah. We'll be back for two more weeks. Y'all done fucked it up. Yeah. (laughs) All right, I'm going to get back to work. Okay, well, he's going to get back to work. And until next week, we'll see you in the tater patch.
1: This has been a production of the Beak Podcasting Network. Visit thebeak.org
2: to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome.